nchc.tv studios behind the mask hockey shops present college hockey west weekly behind the mask college hockey west weekly is brought to you by jesse ray's barbecue the best in barbecue las vegas style the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013 the tag creative group search t grand rudd at redbubble.com and let us create a unique gift for you or someone special. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at SpaghettiShack.com. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza. At jetspizza.com, discover all of our signature pizzas. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the nchc.tv studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be joining us this Tuesday night for College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you after another gorgeous day in Southern California here in Carlsbad. Uh, I guess we got about a week's time to uh, savor this before the next big um, rainstorm if you will, dives in. But you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Um, my co-host, though, he's loving the SNOW of New York out on Long Island in that big, beautiful place of the state where when the weather gets bad, Paul stays inside. How are you, Paul Hornstein? Uh, first of all, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, a state. <laughs> it's Second a big, of all, beautiful palatial estate. Well, I, I, show me one. I'd like to see one. <laughs> okay. Well, we can't get you out of yours, so I can't like. Well, I, I'm not. Thing. They don't. You know, they, you know they, the little <laughs> straw hut that they let me live in. <laughs> I hope you don't have a straw hut in the basement. But anyway, I'm watching the news as I do every time the show comes on at six thirty. They're doing the ABC um, World News Tonight or whatever they call it now, and uh, they're showing snow and snow plows and cars going up the road. No thanks. All in New York's Ugh. state somewhere around the state Ugh. and and then they're talking to the mayor of new york city and he's going like hey well, that's why we have technology there's no reason for a snow day let's just let's have everybody work from home you um, got a computer that's your mayor we're talking about if you think you have a problem with the pairwise <laughs> I'm not even going to get into the absolute. Anyway, how was your tweet <laughs> about uh, the pairwise going? <laughs> oh, about eighty-two thousand strong. Right. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I, before we even get started, I want to thank uh, former Sioux coach Dave Haxtall <laughs> for. Not putting me in a quandary tonight, <laughs> um, and not playing Joey Decord. Yeah, it must have been Joey's night off. Well, I'm glad he picked a good night to be off. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to have to cheer against him, did you? No. What would you have done? Would you would you have I, cheered for Joey or cheered for the Islanders? What would I would have, have cheered for like a one nothing Islander win. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, you are bought in, no <laughs> doubt about it. You are bought in. You know, um, I, I, yeah, I don't have to. Thankfully, the, the, <laughs> I, I, I tried to get a message to the coach, and he must have gotten it because he didn't. He started Grubauer instead. <laughs> I thought you were just hoping for a win. So, well, I am hoping for a win, but now <laughs> I won't feel bad if they do win because I won't be. You know, there won't be that sort of. Uh, mixed emotions you know yeah. I hear it. that I have to root 
against Joey Decord because I don't want to do that ever. Well, you know, I mean, my whole day was made today when you sent me a message and said, hey, Derek Schooley and the guys at uh, USCHO on their podcast were talking about us. Yeah, yeah, that was, was really nice like, of them. Big time. We made the big time. Well, I, I did. You know, more, you know, people know you. I'm just, I'm just the help. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, I'm just the hired help. No, I can't even say hired, but. Um, <laughs> anyway, but, that was that was great news to uh, to hear that, I, and you yeah, played the nice clip home. for me, so I did actually get a chance to hear part of it, which is cool. Um, and and again, uh, I thank Derek for for saying all the kind words and and for coming on as a guest, and we certainly want that to continue. Um, he, he's just a great resource, and we love having him on. And I want to clarify a couple of things for people, though, that maybe he said. Number well, one, he, is the problem Monday is he's night, not. Let's let's let's. Nobody's gonna read. You haven't even read eighty thousand responses. <laughs> no, so. no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying. Number one is. Uh, he said that we cover the West and Lindenwood and rattled off all these teams pretty well. And, and I just want him to know that this year we started covering all of college hockey with our Monday night show, college yeah. hockey coast to coast. So um, we're no longer limited to 10 teams. Uh, of right. course, that's where our focus is, right. especially on Tuesday nights. But right. but Monday nights, coast to coast. So we, we try to involve topics from – from east to west, west to east, north to south, south to right. north. And as long as the coach knows he has an open invitation to Always. pop in anytime he wants. Always. Yep. He doesn't so, have to ask. Just come on. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so we'll always we'll always have that. Uh, the other thing that, that I think was clearly misinterpreted by my tweet, I've said this a number of times, by my ex post. Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Uh, on my ex post, I said that I was just simply observing the fact that there were four 20 win plus teams in the top nine of the pairwise, and the only other 20 win team um, was 19th. And I know the pairwise. Nobody has to explain it to me. Derek Schooley gave us a great lesson on the pairwise when he was on about a month ago so i know the pairwise i'm not saying let's throw the pairwise out i understand the importance of it i just think it needs some tweaking and maybe it's it got misinterpreted it's not not so much the pairwise itself it's the ability to get into the pairwise and by saying that what i'm saying is independence right now have very little chance of getting in to the uh, NCAA tournament. A, because there's only 16 spots, and B, because they can't possibly put together a schedule as good as the Big Ten, NCHC, Hockey East. I mean, go down the list of them. Because they have built-in opponents, home and away, and rivalries. You can't do that as an independent. So unless... You're going to take everybody into a conference, which I don't want to see either. I don't want to see it force-fed. I want it to be. I do. I want to. I want it to be like. Well, you can have your opinion in a minute. I want it to be like ASU. They applied. I think they were probably told initially, "This is what you need. You need a building. You need this. You need that." And then come and reapply again. And then they reapplied, and they got it. And now there are going to be NCHC teams, but there's still five and could be more coming down the pike uh, of independence. And they need a place to play and at least a path to get to an NCAA tournament, because I wouldn't want to be a coach in any independent and try to explain to the guy that I'm recruiting that he's got a realistic shot at the NCAA tournament, because let's just flat out be honest. They don't. They do not have a realistic chance, um, especially the depth of college hockey right now. They would take four. It would take nearly a perfect season, like uh, our guest last night, Jeff Walker, was talking about. And by the way, thirty-one and nine is really good, but that's not perfect. You still lost nine times. Yeah. And I dare say 
that it, it might take 30 wins from now on for an independent to get a shot at the tournament. I think it might take 30 because you know, Paul, I know you know this as well as I do because we've talked about it. There is no way that an independent can build the schedule. Not even Lindenwood could build the schedule that that's that good because here's the problem that the top notch teams, if you want to call them that the non cupcakes, as people have told me, those teams only have a certain number of games around their conference schedule. So if you're an independent, you are forced to play other independents who, by the way, I don't believe are cupcakes. I think they're solid opponents and getting better every day. So it, you know, you can say all you want that ASU schedule was soft, easy, cupcake filled, whatever. Except it wasn't. Um, it just wasn't. It, I know. I know. And you, I was just going to say, and you would be wrong. But even if it was, there's no way to really get around it because you have to play Fairbanks. You have to play Anchorage. You have to play Stonehill. Because if you don't, who will? And if you're going to grow the game of hockey, they have to stick together. So what's the alternative? Here's it's simple. It's simple. Let the the best team of the year in independent ranks, whether you have a tournament or you just take their pairwise ranking. There I go again. There is a pairwise uh, um, analogy, but give them the number sixteen spot. Now, if you complain and go like, "Oh no, no, I can't give them a spot," then then that's the time to expand to twenty and give them the twenty spot. I just want every college hockey athlete to have the opportunity at the start of the season to say, hey, I think we could be national champions. Are they going to be? Probably not. But give well, them everybody the opportunity to play that, right? for it. No, not independence. Well, they no, everybody, everybody starts to see the, the, our goal is to win a national championship. Yeah, but if you're an independent, you, you can't even say that with a straight face. Because you know that you nearly have to go and win 30 games to, to be close. So give them a shot. I don't care how you do it, but give them a shot one way or another so that they can compete for something until the 1st of March. And then if they play and lose and they're out, at least you can't say we shut them out. But what you're telling the Arizona State Sun Devils right now, and again, I'm using them because they're the best independent this year. Last year, I used Alaska Fairbanks. But this year, it's Arizona State. And what you're telling them, and we heard it from Derek School today. He said he texted with Greg Powers this weekend and said, what do you think? Do you have a chance? And he said, it's slim, even if we win all six. It's slim. Well, I just looked at the pairwise um, predictor on College Hockey News. Yeah, I, I shouted you out, guys. Um, and it says zero. It doesn't even say zero. It's just blank. They list teams that have a 1% chance, 2% chance, 10% chance. They don't have, they, the teams that don't have a chance don't even have a zero. So now you're telling a team that's won 20 games with three weekends left in the regular season, you're telling them, go out and play hard, guys. By the way, you got no chance to be in the tournament, but go do it. Play for pride, guys. Go get 26 wins. Post the best record uh, ever to not make a tournament. I mean, come on. Come on. Let's just get a little bit together. I'm not asking to redo everything. I'm just saying, like, let's bring these teams in because I happen to know and believe that there are going to be more teams coming on board in the future, in the next five years, I'll say. And when those teams come on board, I don't want them to fizzle. Now, on a positive note, you uh, you just sent me a clip right before the show started of the president, I guess it was four days ago, but the yeah. president of uh, University of Alaska Anchorage showing his support for his program, telling him he's committed the dollars for the 24-25 season to complete the program, telling about uh, a plan that they're getting in place or at least working on to build a new, and he said it, NCAA caliber arena in Anchorage. He said they're long-term committed. He said, dare I say, we're doing a venture capital raising 
for funds to see what we can do to sustain this program long term. That does not sound like a guy that's going to walk away, Paul. No, no, and, and good, good, for, uh, you know, good for them. Um, you know, I mean, we want the anchorages and the Fairbanks and in, in these places to, to 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 survive and thrive. We 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 say that all the time. The you know the one school we weren't we were worried about it was ASU. Yeah, and and the feedback I've been getting off of my ex post, Twitter, um, is that that oh it's a soft schedule. If they wanted a shot at the tournament, they should have made a better schedule. You couldn't. You hand your hands were literally tied as to who you could play and when you could play them. And as you so aptly brought up on the show, and now um, you said quite simply that that the, the schedule kind of let them down. They scheduled yes. some teams that they anticipated to be really competitive, and they had bad years. You know, that happens. That happens. That's not Arizona State's fault. No. And, and I'll go into this quickly on this detail, too, is uh, don't tell me about overtime wins. If the NCAA made a rule that said everybody's going to play a five-minute three-on-three overtime, and whoever scores during that time in sudden death, is a is a winner okay if you're playing overtime like you played the other periods to to determine a winner then they're a winner it doesn't matter that they went to overtime it matters who came out on top that's what matters so don't tell me that oh they had too many overtime wins and then the final thing is don't tell me about ties because ties a are not losses and ties just show strictly across the board how competitive and how much parity there is in NCAA hockey. Because teams tie because they're competitive and they're close. But the ability to have a tie and not lose is also a pretty good character. All right. I fell off my soapbox, broke my ankle. I'll be out of commission for a little while. Talk to you later. <laughs> okay. Well, that wouldn't be the first time. And by the way, I'm not not that not that I want to prove you wrong or say Ooh. that you're wrong. Ooh. But because, because you know, I actually enjoy you know. Um it doesn't say 0%. You 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 you're, you're misreading that chart. Now does it say they have a lot of ch- a big chance? What does it no. say? What's their percentage? What? What's their percentage? Um, it it gives off the percentages of being, you know, where in the pairwise. Now it's not a high percentage, but you got to play. Are you looking at the same thing I am? Yes, the probability. Because I don't see a number next to them. Well, you got to look all the way over. Well, then why are there numbers by other teams? Yeah, you're talking about the top eight. No, I'm talking about a whole bunch of other teams. I'm going to go find it now because now you got me irritated. Well, um, gee, Lord, I've never go. done that before. <laughs> Cornell, 71% chance. Right. Michigan, 37% go, chance. Go all, go all the way over New to the Hampshire. Keep going to the right. Keep going no, to the no. right. I don't care about that because Why? I'm reading. I'm reading cause let me just read 14 through 22. Here they go. Cornell, 71% chance. Michigan, 37% chance. The number 16 team, Paul, New Hampshire, 2%. Colorado College, the number 17 team, 38%. Omaha, the number 18 team, 30%. The number 19 team, Arizona State, oh, doesn't have nothing by them. But the number 20 team, Northeastern, 1%. Because the number they all 21 play team, Notre Dame, 3%. RIT, the number 22 team, 40%. Because they all play in leagues. So what? You can't put a percentage on? Anyway. Anyway, I'm just telling you the same thing. The point that I'm trying to make is there's a discrepancy in college hockey between the league teams and the halves and the non-league teams and the have-nots. And my suggestion is, if you want to continue to grow, 
and you want to see sustainability, then go out and embrace teams that want to come on board. How do you embrace them? I just told you. You just simply have, uh, and if you don't want to have a tournament, if you don't have any direction to have a tournament, I think you, I think I know somebody that could set one up. But anyway, if you don't do that, then simply take the highest team in the pairwise that's an independent and say, you have earned the last spot in the tournament. And then let the chips fall where they may. If they get blown out, then hey, the number one team got a cookie, a cupcake. How about that? They got a cupcake. If they beat them, then guess what? The point is proved that uh, conferences and teams in college hockey, whether they're in a conference or not, are competitive and they can compete, especially in a one and done. Still with me? <sighs> yeah. I used to, I'm young. <laughs> we have other things to talk about. Do we? What? Well, theoretically, we do anyway. <laughs> okay. Here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about um, – I scheduled an appointment for you today. With or are we just going to, oh, the by the way, are we just going to switch now? Or maybe we'll just talk about the stuff we were going to talk about. <laughs> uh, we just flipped our entire program schedule for the night. <laughs> I'm right? sorry. I'm sorry. I got carried away. Well, all right. Well, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm you know, wrong. it just, it's like, it's like me when I go off on these realignment tangents. <laughs> I know. I know. You know they it's hard. The, it's hard to uh, stop, doesn't it? Uh, they should make me the czar. If they're not going to make the czar the czar, then I'll be the czar. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So so I made you an appointment with a psychiatrist. Right. Because I think you should be examined. Well, because we said that, that is fe- obvious. You fell directly into this trap. Uh, can I just call it a blue blood trap? Because you looked at teams and you said, oh, they must be good enough to be here. That's why I'm putting them in there. Oh, they must be. Oh, I looked at I looked at their number of uh, uh, NHL players that, that have been drafted. They must. I don't be. Where else to go? <laughs> I told you I can help you. Um, here we go. I'm beyond help. Here comes the Super 16, folks. Boston <sighs> or Boston College holding down the number one right. spot. By the way, they have 20 wins, four losses, one tie. Right. right. I think that it, that changed though, didn't it last night or no? Uh, yeah, it did. It, it did. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, they're now just throwing the be- well. It's because I did that before the bean pot I know. finals. I know. And then North Dakota twenty-one five and one now. North Dakota twenty-six and two. BU and I'm sure this changed too, but eighteen six and one. Michigan State. 27 and one, you know, I really don't have any argument except for four and six. I'd like you to switch. <laughs> I know you're not gonna, I, I have just... no argument, but I want you to switch these. <laughs> well, if Miss Michigan state and Wisconsin, I think we can agree are really close. And you being oh, the I baseball don't know if guy, I agree with that, to be honest. Okay. You being the baseball guy, Tie goes to the runner, correct? Yeah. So if these two teams are really close, wouldn't oh, again? Here I go with this crazy win-loss thing. But if you've already won twenty-two games, lost six in the same conference, and Michigan State's twenty-seven and uh, one or three, sorry, right? Um, shouldn't Wisconsin at least for now be holding down number four? Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to agree with me, but anyway. You know, honestly, I, I. And here's the other thing. I <laughs> love them for pioneers. You have them at number five. Do. I know you do. But, but they're 18, pom-pom, eight baby. and two. And I'll tell you right now, they are not in the current state and they might win the national championship. They and might. then I'll, I'll bow down to them like I always do. But currently, they are not better than Wisconsin. They are not. Uh, they are not. And uh-huh. I think David Carl will tell you right now the same thing. We are not a good team yet. We're not. We're a good team. We're not a great team. That's what he'll say. We're not a great team. And I'm putting words in his mouth. So sorry, Coach. But um, uh, I, I think he sees 
I think I think he sees um, some room for improvement. I'm sure he does. And I think he would tell you right now, currently, they're probably not as good as Wisconsin because clearly their record shows them four losses or four wins behind them and two more losses. And again, I understand in college hockey, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It matters who you play and how tough your schedule is because that determines the national championship, not winning games. Well, anyway. I, I, I don't know. I still would take Denver right now over Wisconsin. Okay, you're wrong. But anyway, um, so you have Denver 5, Wisconsin 6, Quinnipiac 7, Providence 8. Again, I know your love for Nate Lehman. I know how great a coach he is. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I watch this team play in person. They are not the eighth best team in the country. They're not. Because if they are, then Arizona State better be nine. I watched them play head-to-head. Don't, don't tell me that they are um, 11 spots higher. Well, in your case, um, what is that? And I guess eight, six, six spots, six spots higher. Math Something like hard. that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but anyway, uh, they are not that much better than Arizona State. They, they played head-to-head. I watched both games. It's true. I did too. Um, but yet there they are at number eight. Uh, number nine, Minnesota, which we talked about, might be the hottest team, and I think they'll never admit it. Oh, they're it. one of them. But but they're playing out of desperation right now. They were on the cut line, Paul. A month ago, they yeah, were it's a barely. Shame the, yeah, I know. It's a shame. Barely. And if they, had, if they had fallen twice to Michigan State and fallen twice to Wisconsin, um, they, their season would have been over. They would be not in the tournament. Yeah, it's a anyway, shame, by the way. So they're hanging in there. Cornell, I don't have a problem with Cornell, Cornell being 10. They've earned it. They have absolutely earned it. Oh, I don't know. You keep telling how they only have X number of wins. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a couple of teams that should be ahead of them. But you're right. They only have 15 wins. I agree. Um, Late start. Yeah, well, sorry about that. But maybe start with the rest of the teams. Um, Colorado College, you have in at number 11. I like that. I think they're on the rise. They're 16, 9, and 1. Um, they're playing good hockey. They're, t- they're playing tough, good opponents. Um, no problem with that. Here's where I fall completely off of the wagon, Paul. Michigan at 12? Do you realize how close Michigan is to 500? They're almost a 500 team. And you're trying to tell me that they're ahead of Maine, UMass, Arizona State, Western Michigan, I have friends that live St. In Michigan. Cloud. I mean, we can you watch <laughs> what? Uh, it's, what it's, the only, it's the only thing. It's the only excuse I could think of. I have friends that live in Michigan. Oh God! Well, I can tell you right now, if they're the number twelve team in the country, then there is a serious problem with the talent pools in NCAA hockey because that team may have talent, but they aren't playing like it. You can't if you're that good with that many. NHL draft picks on your roster, and you've already lost eleven times. Oof. Well, here's the problem: they've Not lost good. to Michigan Not State good. three times. Okay. Out of the, they, they lost to Michigan State three times. So you here you go Wisconsin. again. You're playing into this into this. Uh, but oh it, well. But again, they lost. You lose to. You lost. lost to Wisconsin. You lost twice. You lost. You know. Do I need to get Herm Edwards here to tell you about how you Please play don't games? Even, don't even, that's not even funny. You play to win the game. That's not even funny. <laughs> I think it is. But anyway, uh, I, I I was thinking about this today. Uh, let me finish out the, the, the top 16. So, okay. um Maine, you have at 13, UMass 14, Arizona State 15, still way too low. They need to go up on that thing. Uh, Western Michigan is at 16. Um, Okay, I can't really argue with a lot of that. Um, But anyway, I was thinking today, Paul, when when these people were starting to irritate me about schedules, and I was thinking, you know when you look at the NHL standings and all four of the divisions, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And you look at it and you go, wow, some of these divisions aren't very good. But guess what? Right. The team that wins that division is going to the playoffs. Right. And that team could also win the Stanley Cup. Yep. Okay. So if you're looking at college hockey right now, and here's my analogy. If you're looking at college hockey and you say, hmm, well, Arizona State's got 20 wins. The teams that they played weren't that great, but they got 20 wins and they're the best of, of independent hockey. Don't they deserve a chance to compete? Because you're going to take a CCH team that might not be the best in their league. You're going to take an Air or an Atlanta hockey team, which probably, like like always, gets bad mouth. I don't believe it, but right. they get bad mouth about their champion. But you just want to take the the teams that are independents and go like, yeah, just you know, play for fun, have a good time, be a part of the NCAA. But you got no shot. You got no shot at winning a national championship. Just go, go have fun, go have fun, guys, and, and come, come to the big people table. You know, on the holidays when, when you're big people, because right now you're not big people. You're just independents. True. That is a terrible take, a terrible take. Because if whoever wins, I don't know that. Let's just say the Pacific Division of the. Uh, of the NHL. Are you going to turn around and say that because maybe other teams in that division were having off years or suffered a lot of injuries, you're going to tell them that, ah, you know what? You, you played kind of a weak schedule this year because there were a lot of guys that were hurt and there was some disarray with coaching changes. Find any excuse you want under the sun. Are, are they going to say that? Or are they going to say, no, you won the Pacific division. So you are going into the Stanley cup playoffs. Well, I mean, but in college hockey, we don't say that, do we? We say we have a system. It's called the pairwise, right? And it's a ranking system, and it's based on who you play. Even though you can't even really set your schedule, you can't really, as an independent, set your schedule. You can, as a conference team, as we've discussed. But now you're telling me that because you don't have a conference, there's no chance. And if you're telling me there's no chance, then why play? Then why play? Why even put the skates on? You know, well, I don't, I, you know. Is that not a good analogy? Well. Why yeah. is it not? I don't know. Why are you singling out six teams in college hockey and telling them that you can start the season, but you really got no shot? And if you do play well, if you play as well as any team in the in the country, dare I say you get more wins than any team in the country, you're still not going to the tournament because you played a cupcake schedule. Well, it's BS. Yes. It's Definitely BS. Yeah. Wow. It's BS. Again. And by the way, for all those people that sent me messages saying that ASU played a cupcake schedule, you need to start apologizing to every team they played. Because there is not a cupcake in college hockey this year. And I'm talking about Stonehill, too. All of those guys played their hardest. Are there teams that are better than others? Of course there are. Of course. That's the way it is in every sport, at every level. There's always teams. Go tell the Kansas City Chiefs that, that they played a bunch of cupcakes to get and win the Super Bowl. They didn't? It's a bunch of crap. It's a bunch of crap. And I'm here to say, not Arizona State, not Lindenwood, not Long Island, not Stonehill, not the two Alaskas, none of them. I'm not going to bat for you individually. I'm going to bat for every independent that starts the season knowing that the chances of them getting a shot, no matter how good they play, is always going to be shot down because they're going to always say, Oh, yeah, well, you got 26 wins, but you got them because you played cupcakes. All right, I'm done. <laughs> You're not, but for now. Uh, anyway, um, you want to follow that up with anything or should we go take a break? 
Uh, well, it's just a reminder. We are coming up on that. We are in that time of the year. Good. Where we February. can look back at. Well, yeah, where we can look <laughs> back at. The whatever the year is. So this would be what? 44? 20, 20, 24. Yeah. 44 years. Yeah. Uh, from Lake Placid. I wasn't born yet, by the way. But Yeah, well, I know you weren't, but I was. <laughs> I'm just a young man. I know. Uh, yesterday was the anniversary of the game against Sweden where Bill Baker scores to tie the game with 29 seconds left, I think it was. Oh, Billy Baker. You know, uh, Dr. Bill Baker now it is, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, he got that good Minnesota education. Got himself a dental degree. Yeah. Um, so I'm just saying, just, you'll, you know, as we, as we, as we wind up, to you know, the games that uh, most of us, you know, that are a certain age, will never forget. Yeah, yep. And everybody was included in that ball. They took players from everywhere. They took the best players from everywhere. Uh no, Craig. I'm not looking for the best players. I was looking for the right players. Ah, uh, nice, nice, nice. Nice. Love it. What night did that happen on? Was that by chance tonight? No. This was at the <laughs> I Olympic. I was just trying to get you to say it. <laughs> I'm, well, no. I'm, it's got to be. It's got, I'm not forcing it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yeah. 44 years ago, the uh, 1980 gold medal Olympic winning team. Right. They're still coming off that. Team USA. Right. We'll come, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to break. Sweet. Let's come back. We got some big time games to talk about. We got the rise of the Colorado College Tigers to talk about. We'll be right back. No. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel it towards the goal. He scores. Kill the card. Kill the card. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my goodness hockeyinc.com and follow at college hockey coming to you from the nchc.tv studios ithsw podcast presents college hockey west weekly indeed it is college hockey west weekly scott strandy with you tonight from beautiful carlsbad california um not too many more days left here. And then I got to start going back to the Midwest and start getting into this college hockey scene. My co-host, as always, has the multiple screens, the big basement, the uh, luxury uh, palatial estate, and a bunch of servants running around taking care of his every whim, including shoveling the driveway, I bet. Paul Hornstein, 
Any of that true? No. <laughs> well, the multiple screens part is because I had the computer, the desktop, the TV, phone. the laptop. No, I can't watch crap on my phone like that. Oh, okay. No way. <laughs> That's why my eyes are crap. <laughs> no, I can't. I watch no. way too much stuff on my eyes, on my no, phone. I can't. No, no anyway. I can't do that. No, no. Okay. So I was telling you when we were doing a little show prep. Scary, huh? Show prep? Um, <laughs> I do it all the time. I don't know about you. <laughs> but anyway, when I was talking to you about um, doing a little show prep for tonight, I said, when we look at the NCHC, Paul, it is really coming down to, uh, I mean, right now, it's probably playoff time uh, without saying playoffs. Because here's here's what I'm talking about. And, and I'll let you comment after I tell you. Um, North Dakota's on top with 37 points. St. Cloud, right behind them with 36. Western with 29. Colorado College, the home of the Tigers at 27. No, no. no. Uh, Denver, 26. Omaha, 23. Duluth, the Bulldogs, 20. And, of course, Miami, um, another cupcake. Um, it has six points. So as, as we look at this, and by the way, um, if you lose to Miami, you're, it's not considered a, a loss to a cupcake unless you're Arizona State. If you lose True. to them, oh, goodness, you played a cupcake. Um, but anybody else that loses to them, no, no, it's not. They're, they're a good team. They're a really good team. Anyway, so here it is. North Dakota playing Colorado College this weekend at Ed Robeson Arena. Yeah. Who needs – the points more, Paul. North Dakota to solidify their spot on top or Colorado College to continue to climb the board? Uh, I would say that CC probably needs the points. Really? Yeah. Because St. Cloud is just one behind North Dakota. Right. But St. Cloud doesn't play this weekend. So let's just, for arguments, I just, you know, North Dakota – even if they lose two games this weekend, still going to be in first place. Yeah, true. Okay. Okay. Good point. The Tigers are on the rise, and you keep holding out hope All right. that now, they're going to find their way into the tournament. And I keep telling you the only way they're getting into the NCAA tournament is by winning the frozen faceoff. And by the way, if they do, that's going to throw your favorite word, chaos, into the pairwise. Why? I see into the tournament. That. They're not in right now, Paul. If they take I'm a spot, aware. if they take a spot because they won the frozen face-off, now what? What about it? Now what? Well, they're going to take a spot. Yeah. Somebody's got to come out. But, you know, if they win those games, why is it not a... Oh, because they're playing a tough opponent, not a cupcake. That's why their two wins are worth a whole lot more if they win. And by the way, Paul, if the Tigers do win, the Tigers, they would be 18-9-1 on the season. And I have no problem with an 18-team win with games to play um, climbing into the tournament. What I have a problem with is 500 teams that probably aren't going to get to 18 with all the help in the world um, being in the tournament. I have a problem with that. Uh, well, I don't know what you're talking about, CCHA, um, but... <laughs> Michigan. Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, again, I don't know how it works. I will just sit here and tell you that if St. Thomas wins their tournament, why does that that the the AQ is for the automatic qualifiers? You didn't win your conference. <laughs> oh, I can smell you, a you tweet didn't win your out. conference. I can smell a tweet coming out that is going to rile up the masses. Listen. 
first of all, I think that St. Thomas got screwed when the NCAA didn't approve their waiver. So that's one. All right, two. I'm listening. Okay, if if St. Thomas wins a conference, okay, um, and they are eligible for the conference tournament, but not the NCAA tournament, why are we letting a team that doesn't win their conference if they didn't get in the and they're not at the cut line of the pairwise? Why are they getting in? Paul, listen, it's the pairwise. It's just fine. There's no reason to tweak anything or tweak this. There's well, again, no this has nothing. That. Again, this has nothing to do with ASU. I know, but we're not. We're not going to tweak this. No, no. no well, no I mean, listen. This it. might be, again. It's all good. This might. This might be a one of a one of a one of a kind circumstance. Certainly. But again, if St. Thomas wins the conference tournament. And let's just and 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 let's just free and 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 you know the upsets start to happen in Lake Superior gets to the conference finals, but they're not and they're not anywhere near. All right, but if they come in second, they don't win the conference. Why did he, why did he deserve to be get that bid? If if the if the CCHA didn't want to risk this, then you shouldn't have let St. Thomas be eligible for the conference tournament. Yeah, then you can't be eligible for the tournament until until you're eligible for the NCAA tournament, which is sad. But you're right; you are 100 percent correct. I'll put the tweet out there tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> anyway, um, where was I now? You lost, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, That's oh, I know. Um, Denver traveling to the, the uh, North Shore of Lake Superior to play the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. Um, how important is it for Denver to get all the points this weekend against um, the Bulldogs? Uh, I think it's very Every important. possible. Again, they're in the same kind of the same boat as CC, right? First of all, uh, you want that home ice in the first round. Yep. And right now, it's going to go back and forth. I don't, I don't see anybody really unseating either one of those, Colorado College or Denver, for four or five. Well, um, unless one of them unseats Western and gets to three. Well, both of them could do that. I know. Well, so I said, well, they both can't be three. No, but <laughs> they could both pass Western. Right, right, and I guess Omaha could could catch them. They're at 23. Uh, theoretically, Duluth could too. They're at 20. But it, it seems like those guys are cruising and those guys, I mean, Colorado College and Denver are cruising for a regular season home and home and a first round matchup, four versus five. And who gets the home ice? Will it matter, Paul? Who gets the home ice between Denver does. and Colorado College? Of course College? it does. Really? Yeah, of does course it? it does. Ask, ask the Pioneers. How many times have they won every game against them, whether it's been on their ice or at Ed Robeson Arena? It matters. Okay. All right. Just check. Of course it does. Okay. I think it matters more for Colorado College. Maybe. You think Denver of, wants to go, of, uh, first of all, they're, they're going to be pissed that they're not hosting the first round series. If you think, and, and that's the last place they want to go. No, no, no. The last place they want to go is Western Michigan. They do not want to end up in a four or five matchup with Western. Which I could happen. promise you that. Which could happen. Yeah, I know it could, but I will promise you they will take Colorado college and Ed Robeson arena, which is relatively mild compared to going to Western Michigan. They do not. Nobody in the NCHC wants to go on the road to play Western Michigan in the first round. It's nearly a death sentence for your your chances of going to the frozen faceoff. You love that team. That is your favorite team. I know it is. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I would not want to play there. 
You love that. You you that is your no. that is no. your secretly that is your favorite program. <laughs> no. That's no. the those secretly black and gold and white the, those those pom poms. Yeah. It's not my favorite program. But you anyway. love those. You love those pom poms, baby. You love those. <laughs> Good try. You are the number one son of Kalamazoo, Michigan, baby. Ooh, yeah. Yes, oh, you are. Send me there. Um, you know. By the way, uh, CC. Uh, by the way, um, Western lost a first round series at home last year. I know they did, and I don't think so, that'll ever happen again. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. It's also interesting to note that Western, although they have 29 points, is 8, 10, and 0 in the conference. Two right. games below 500 against conference opponents. Can I tell you who the top two teams are? North Dakota, 11, 4, and 1 in the conference. Right, we St. Cloud State, 10, 4, and 4. We know Third that. place team is 8, 10, and 0. There's your parody, baby. There is your parody. Oh, um, by the way, I, 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 by the way, yeah. Um, as we look here, okay, uh, the the twenty eighteen twenty nineteen season, um, Western again loses the first round quarterfinal series, best two out of three at home. Okay. All right. Go there and play. Take your chances. Well, clearly Colorado College doesn't give a crap because they've they've done it twice in a row. Yeah, no, they don't care because that was that that was that was then yeah. with with those two series at home for Western. Yeah. They'll play anyone. Okay, and I think we know so, that. Well, I understand that, but I'm just I think I think playing at home for Colorado College, the Tigers, is more about <sighs> playing for their fans than it is their style of play because we already know Peter Peter Menino and his aunt told us their style of play is they're basically chameleons. They they adjust to any style. They can play anyway. Their roster is built to play any style. They don't build uh, a team to be a certain style. They'll they'll just go with the flow and do what they gotta do each week to get W's. Well I I'm just uh you know uh yeah, I get it. We love that about CC, but they're the they're the ones that have beaten Western at home. That's the last team that Western wants coming. That in. Western wants to see. <laughs> yeah. So my point being, uh, the playoffs start right now, and it, it it kind of looked like maybe there would be a runaway, but then it turned out to not be a runaway. And guess what? It's exactly what we thought it was going to be. Uh, the top seven teams are all competing. For spots and Paul, would it surprise you at all if any one of these seven teams? Sorry, Miami, I, I don't count you in on this one, but any one of the seven teams won the frozen faceoff. No. Would it surprise you at all? No. Okay. So if I said the Omaha Mavericks are the frozen faceoff champions of 2024, no, right. wouldn't surprise you a bit. No. How about the University of Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs? Come out of nowhere. That would surprise you, right? Well, the vampires are the vampires. <laughs> anyway, um, I just think it, it's going to be, and I I say that this is like a microcosm of the entire, um, is that right? Of the entire NCAA, because I believe there's this much parity and I'm taking a shot at all you guys that say they're cupcakes out there. It's embarrassing. For cupcakes, you to even baby, say that, it's embarrassing to, to say that any team that's playing NCAA hockey right now is a cupcake. There are no such things. And um, you just need to look. you know. Um, and maybe you need to go to a game or two. Maybe you need to get out of your comfort zone and, and go away from your team and see what, um, what teams play like. Because what you got it wrong. All right. So those are the two big series. Uh, I believe everybody else in the NCHC is off. I think this is the last weekend of buys. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they won't be playing. No. Now, the Air Force Falcons, Paul, 
They're going to RIT. Big, big weekend. RIT, top in the uh, Atlanta hockey. And yep. the number 20 team in the pairwise. By the way, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but RIT still has a percentage chance to um, make the tournament. Yeah, I'm not aware. just by not just by winning their conference. There's still a percentage by their name. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Okay, okay. So what do you want me to say? Uh, I want you to say this: if um, if Air Force goes up there and reestablishes themselves a little bit, um, it'll bump RIT out of any chance of an at-large at bid. They're probably right. They probably already are at best. Yeah. But if they get bumped out... But they have 19 wins. Yeah, well, it's because they played cupcakes. We all know that, right? True, true. We know that they play cupcakes. Um, So anyway, they they would be out of the tournament. um, And the only way they could get back in the tournament would be to win their conference tournament. Which they could do. Sure they could. Sure, they could. They're the best team in the conference right now. The record says, "Oh yeah, that's right. We don't go by records. No, we go by who they played because um, it, the win loss record doesn't mean anything." Very true. <laughs> you lying sack! What? You are you are lying through your teeth. I, you know I, that it matters to win the game because you had a football coach once. At your alma mater, that said, you play to win the game. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to kill you. That's that's because <laughs> just I'm just gonna have to kill you. Don't murder me. Just make it something like that because the insurance won't pay if you murder me. Why? <laughs> Why? It's I'm usually sure suicide that they don't pay for. Yeah. Well, I don't think they'll they'll pay for murders either, but. Oh, I don't know. They might. I don't, I don't know. know. Find out. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> Air Force going to RIT. Right. Um, it's going to be a battle. Does does Frank's team, the Czar, as you like to say, does he have any chance right now of going to RIT and and taking two from them? Of course they. Or do. is the best he can expect is a split. Well. Could they take two? Yes. Is it likely? Uh, I mean, I think most people go into every week expecting every series to be a split. What? Are you kidding? Because Arizona State, they should win every game. Well, yeah. They go on the road. They should beat everybody. Still. They're the one team that doesn't play for a split on the road. They have to win them all. Very true. They have four road games left. Got to win them all. (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) uh, Goodness. Where are Lindenwood Lions at this weekend? I think they're off, aren't they? Um, No, they're hosting Anchorage. Ah, Anchorage coming to uh, the Centene Community Ice Center. That will be a matchup. Correct? Yeah, we're going to see if Lindenwood comes out angry. Who you think? Uh, the coach probably will. Oh, he might come out angry. He's probably still angry. Um, oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Anchorage at Lindenwood. Where's Fairbanks at? What are they doing? Um, Fairbanks is uh, hosting the Sharks. Ooh, from Long yeah. Island. It, now, so let me ask you this. Is Long Island going up there now and then going back home? I'm guessing they are before they come to Arizona State the first weekend of March. Uh, that's a very good question to ask Brett Riley. I think I know it, what I, think I would there's do. Too much time. I think there's too much time between it. I know what I would do. I know you do. You Well, you just avoid Alaska altogether and just go to Arizona Well, yeah, State. that's true. But <laughs> I'm just saying if I was Brett Riley. I'm not, so Two I don't weeks? worry about it. Two weeks on the road? Yeah, well, without, teams have done it before. Without playing games? Teams have done it before. <laughs> no, they have. No? Uh, All right, well. Anyway. Just a- okay, so we've got everybody covered. Any other big matchups, Paul, 
this weekend in college hockey that could affect the pairwise, or is it pretty much locked? We know the first eight teams, they're 100% locked. Well, I think they're all have a chance to affect the pairwise, right? I mean. Do they? Really? Yeah. I mean, depending on who wins and loses. Let's go to your favorite conference, the Big Ten. What's going on there this weekend? You know, BU has a home-and-home home in Providence. Wow. You just skipped right over that question. You know. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, but Providence is a lock. Well, it's true, baby. They're a lock. BC's got is 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 at UMass. Who you got there? I don't know, and and you know they're home and home this weekend too. <laughs> I don't know. What are you asking? I don't know. I don't make predictions. That's your job. How many colleges are there in Massachusetts anyway? Not as many as there are in New York. I think there are nine. I don't know. Colleges or college teams? Because one Jeff Walker said there was like a hundred universities. Well, yeah, but I assumed we were talking teams. No, I was talking just universities. Colleges. Well, no, yeah, okay. Well, then that's a lot more. Yeah, (laughs) one on every corner, right? Yeah, almost. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, So that's what we're going to focus on. Anything else that we need to focus on this weekend? Because. There's there's stuff but I know you're you're pretty lasered in on our NCHC teams. Right. Well, because that's what I have access to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hint hint flow TV. <laughs> Answer my emails, please. <sighs> no comment. Uh, all right, take it away. College Hockey West Weekly from the NCHC.tv studios brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessierayesbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. The NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to NCHC.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Tag Creative Group. Search T. Gray and Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack. Classic Italian comfort food quickly. With three locations, two in Tempe, one in Pine Top at the SpaghettiShack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts, casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at Liberty.edu. College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts or live every week on the Podbean app. Help others find the show by subscribing, rating, and reviewing at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, on your favorite podcast platform. College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will uh, throw in a couple of programming notes. The Wednesday and Thursday shows are now moving. If you want to listen live on the Podbean app, will now be airing at, um, let me think, 11 o'clock Eastern time, the time zone that everybody knows. A.M. or P.M.? 11 o'clock A.M. A.M. Really? So that means 8 A.M. in the, the uh, Pacific time zone. Well, that means, um, well, no, I'm teaching at that time. Live. I can't even listen. Yeah, that'll be live um, tomorrow. And a little programming note within that, Tomorrow, if you like ACHA hockey and pure chaos, as Paul Hornstein likes to call it, happened last weekend, the commissioner of two of the leagues and also the uh, national communications manager for ACHA M1 hockey, Chris Perry, joining us tomorrow live back. at uh, 1110 on uh, the East Coast, Eastern time zone, we like to say. Welcome back, um, Chris. Yeah. Thursday will be the Pro Hockey West Report. Stephen Marsh and I will break down everything happening in the Pacific Division. And Thursday night, I will be in attendance for the uh, the um, Firebirds game. And who knows? They might have won the battle to get me on my birthday. People were wondering, where is he going to go on Saturday night for his birthday? Is he going to go a college game, a pro game? Where is he going to go? Everybody wanted to know. 82,000 people, I think, were uh, Trying to figure that out. It might be Coachella Valley. 
Um, whoever feeds you is who's going to win out. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro, and ask everybody to tune in to College Hockey West live Sunday night at what time, Paul? What time do we go on Sunday night? Usually it is 9.30 Eastern time. No, no, not, ho, ho, ho. Not usually. 9.30 Eastern is what we're going to stick to from now on. We're driving a hardcore stick in this one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 9.30 Eastern, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. College hockey, NCAA level. All you want to know. And if you can't find it there, find it on X. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.